Welcome into DC On Screen episode 277. We're gonna get super spoilery on Legends of Tomorrow 207. Invasion! This <laughs> is part three of the... Surprise! <laughs> Invasion crossover, heroes versus aliens, the whole thing. Uh, to recap, well, by the way, I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is Jason Goss. Hello. To recap, the whole team shows up to fight some aliens, except Supergirl, who Oliver tries to sideline to regain some normalcy. It's okay, though, because she shows up anyway when the fight when they fight a ton of aliens. The legends travel back in time to kidnap and interrogate a dominator. Mick, Nate, and Maya manage to get captured, along with the alien, who tells them he's here to determine if they are a threat. Cisco and Felicity show up to save the crew. Cisco also insists they save the Dominator from painful government interrogation. It's a nice gesture, but all it gets them is a chance to surrender Barry in exchange for the lives of every meta on the planet. Turns out the Dominators had a truce with Earth's government to stay away, but when Barry broke time, the truce went with it. Barry is willing to comply to assuage his guilt over Flashpoint and to save all of his fellow metas, but the team won't let him. Stein and his newfound daughter come up with a nifty gadget that will disable the Dominators if someone can get it on their bodies. The rest of the heroes hold off the aliens while Flash and Supergirl slap on some incapacitating nanotech. nanotech. Also, Firestorm turns their giant meta-killing bomb into a giant water drop. Afterwards, the team gets some high praise from the new president. Cisco gives Supergirl a device that can transport her to and from Earth-38 when needed, and Barry and Oliver have a much-deserved drink where they discuss the fullness and strangeness of life. Um, Roland Smoker tells us Legends, he thought Legends was amazing. Uh, Arrow asking Supergirl to stay behind was annoying. It felt like they couldn't afford to use Supergirl in another scene, maybe due to limits on Melissa Benoist's time, and had to come up with a weak excuse to remove her. Or maybe they did it for plot reasons. I did like the idea of going back in time to the Dominator's first invasion, getting kidnapped by the government, and the battle sequence at the end was pretty good, although I wasn't sure why it took place on a roof. All, all in all, I love the crossover event. I thought they did a great job with mixing all the characters together. I look forward to the next crossover event. Um, what do you think happens years from now when someone finds Arrow or Flash on Netflix and watches through without jumping around to other shows? Will it even be clear to them where they need to go in order to piece the story together? I only ask because an older lady I work with recently told me she watched through all of Flash on Netflix but hadn't touched Arrow. Um, he also sends us a link to the Invasion Wikipedia page that tells you how to watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, I think, well, okay, I don't know about Netflix, but on Amazon Prime, they uh, actually just play you all all episodes of the crossover. That's what they did last year. Yeah. Um, I do I do hate it for people if, if, if it's one of those shows that, like, you know, 20 years from now the shows have ended and, you know, you go back and find a show that you didn't know about at the time and, and go binge it. It's going to really suck if, like, Flash is available but Legends isn't or something like that. Mm-hmm. So get in while you can, guys. A lot of great Mick lines this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who'd have thunk it? In a Legends episode, Mick was great. <laughs> I don't like guys with badges. Unfor- great. Saved by yeah. geeks. Which I think was like a personal defeat for him. And um, my favorite at the very end, hey, Skirt, call me. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite line was also a Mick. This is the first talking with an alien. You just talk to Kara. <laughs> Did you guys forget? I would have liked the line a lot more if he had said, this is the first talking to an alien that actually looks like an alien. Yeah. <clears throat> then I would have bought it happily. Um, so, like, I, My least favorite storyline was definitely the Victor stuff. 
Um, Victor? Yeah, the stuff with Victor and his daughter. I just didn't. I didn't. I couldn't get. Oh, you're talking about Martin. Martin. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, Victor, Victor Garber. Garber. That's his real sorry. name. That's why you're doing that. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I meant to say Martin. Um, at least I misstepped into his actual name. Um, but yeah, like, it, I just couldn't get emotionally attached to it. Like, it, I did. I mean, it was it was a neat thing, but I, I just couldn't get into it too much. Like, I just didn't care about her as much as I I think I was supposed to. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, Nothing against her. Thought she was fine actress. I just didn't care about the story as much because I kind of knew he was never. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was playing all cold like he before, like he's going to retract the timeline. Like she's not a real person. Yeah, you were never going to kill her. Yeah, or undo her or whatever. Here, here's what bugged me, and this is like one of those little continuity errors that, bug, uh, like the like the um, heat wave thing. Uh, I think it was in the episode of Flash. Um, Stein is talking to Caitlin, and he says. When your friend Barry did this and this, and I'm like, oh, wait, he's your friend? He's 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 not your friend, Martin. You were pretty tight with him when you were on the Flash, right? And then like when he's talking to his daughter here in this episode, he's like, my friend Barry. I'm like, oh, now he's oh, your now friend. He... What the hell? I imagine it's maybe it's like you know when when the dog's done something bad, and you're you're like, look what your dog did. And then when he's cute, he's like, oh, my little puppy, you know. Maybe it's something yeah, I mean, as simple it as seems, that. It seems in, in line, but it, it seemed even more... Um, like one of the crossovers we had, I think it was just a Flash and Arrow crossover a couple of years ago, where um, they mentioned Speedy and in reference to the Flash, and Arrow goes, oh no, Roy's over there. And it's like, yuck, 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 oh wait, that was written by a Flash writer who didn't realize that Speedy in this universe is Thea and was never Roy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. There will always be little things like that. But altogether, this is the part where I get to say that um, like, as a crossover, this thing worked fantastically. Like, Flash was a Flash episode, Arrow was an episode, Arrow episode, mm-hmm. and Legends was yeah. like, this is the best episode of Legends I've ever seen. Easily the best. And something I I, I kind of like, I, I had a note on in my Flash notes where I'm like, oh, cool, got to see the test footage. And then we got to Arrow, I was like, uh-huh, okay, so I, I mean, we've seen it. And by the end, we get to Legends, I'm like, dude, you're really using that test footage, aren't you? Like, you remember the, like, the vintage uh-huh. footage? Oh, it looked expensive. I mean, it looked like they put some time into it, but yeah, they managed to stretch that thing for all it was worth. Last week on the news episode, I said, I better have that footage on a, on a Blu-ray. No need. No, you've got, you've had plenty of time with it, right? They've... They have, yeah, they've played it enough. <laughs> um, loved mix. You look like a star-spangled idiot. Yeah, that was good. Um, Cisco's this ship is everything. Yeah. Oh, Cisco's. You're going to use Princess Bride against me? Against me? Yeah. <laughs> but even better. Yes. Um, even better. The, the you know the very end when um, Firestorm transmogrifies the whole thing. Uh, like Cisco's mm-hmm. still just. Oh wait. What? I'm looking at my notes. It was this episode. It was still, it was Legends of Tomorrow. He says, unlike your friend Barry, I have the luxury of fixing my mistakes. Oh. Yeah. Later like, he said, yeah that was in Barry. one episode. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> it was this. It was here. I'll save you with, I'll all save right. you with another Cisco line. All right. So they're transmogrifying the thing and Cisco's all scared and they're just kind of waiting to see if he can do it. And uh, he does it. And then Cisco's lines are, <laughs> they did it. They can do that. Yep. That was That amazing. was great. I, just um, in general, like the the climax of this whole crossover was the I, I don't know what's on a rooftop either, Roland. I don't know. I don't know. I can't give you anything there. But what happened mm-hmm. on that rooftop was phenomenal. I had so mm-hmm. much fun. There's so many good power shots. I like 
that just the, yes. the little slow mo shots when you see Barry running around like the, oh, it just looked fantastic. It was a like a fanboy's wet dream. Mm-hmm. I I am annoyed. I I'm with Roland here. I'm annoyed that Arrow was wanting Supergirl to stay behind. I'm oh like, yeah, that's the whole uh, or the whole point of her being here is to to help. Oh, my Why note, are you being a weird <laughs> prick? My uh, note was Oliver's need for pushback cost us Supergirl. That's bullshit. Yep. Yeah, I, I wish she had been there even longer. But it, it did get us the line about uh, Barry asking um, Oliver, like, what did you say to Kara earlier? Because she seemed pretty angry. I didn't even know she was capable of being angry. Mm-hmm. Which, uh... Well, Ollie's a dick. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a dick. But then, you know, she swoops in. She saves him. I mean, she... I, I don't know if he was actually going to die. It depended on how many arrows he's got left, because he's got a couple of nifty ones, like that parachute. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a man that is prepared to, like, fall off a roof uh, often, actually. But um, yeah. still, they seem cool after she saved him. And it was great to see their little talk later. To, it'd be kind of fun to see him jump off the roof and go to shoot his arrow and be like, ah! <laughs> and, like, he falls to his death. And, like, he falls to his death, and they're like, oh, what? He does it all the time. And then, like, Diggle's like, not with the sun in his eyes. <laughs> not with the sun in his eyes. There was glare. <laughs> the glare has cost me, my friend. Oh, um... This is a fourth wall joke, right? It's got to be. I mean, I can't. It has to be. Um, Ray, when like Supergirl walks away in this little after party thing, like Mm -hmm. when Supergirl walks away, uh, Ray says she really looks like my cousin. Please tell me that's a that's a Superman Returns fourth wall thing. It is a it is a Superman Returns fourth wall joke. Okay, thank God, because it was so much more valuable there as like a no. What did I miss? Well done, writers. (laughs) <laughs> the whole the whole scene at that party was pretty great. Like I I I just enjoyed a lot of it. Um, even getting to watch um, Kara get a little get a little gangster with the politics there. Like I've just mm. been talking to the president, and you're going to Antarctica. Yeah, that was awesome. <clears throat> it was good. Like the just all the little I, interactions, the little talk with those three, and like Supergirl saying like the everything, even up to the the group hug was just oh, it was heartwarming. Yeah. And, um, and I really, really hope after she said it that her does have an Oliver Queen. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So they kind of dropped a strange visitor from another planet uh, line, which was nice, old school mm-hmm. uh, call back to Superman. Um, oh, there was the more powerful than a locomotive earlier. We they got a, there was a good there was good bit of lip service. But absolutely as satisfying as the whole like <clears throat> episode and then crossover was. I think the the bar mm-hmm. scene with Oliver and Barry might have been the most satisfying thing I've seen in like all of all, in seasons worth of television out of these shows. That was just it was nice to see them like just grab a damn drink. Yeah, yeah. Life would have been happy, but not full. <laughs> right. Nowhere close. That was rough. Um, I actually I did. Uh, I mean, everybody knows I'm big crybaby mm-hmm. on these yeah. shows. We did that. <laughs> I did. I rolled a tear. I rolled a tear when he said that. I mean, I kind of laughed, though. It was like, um, if the world wasn't being threatened, what would what else would we do? And then you'd, like, cut to a bar. Oh, yeah, you grab a damn drink, guys. You know, you don't have to save the world every mm-hmm. time. You can just, like, watch a movie. Um, And their little banter, like, you know, like, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to catch you next time. And it's like, the first time, what did he say? Like, first time was a tie. I was like, and the second time, there were no witnesses the second time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, says it into his beer. Um, like, come on, dude. I love that Cisco's decision to save that dominator caused the secondary dominator invasion yep i loved this whole time i was mad at barry and now i'm the one who messed with time yep damn dude i just wanted to make things better wonderful wonderful 
Um, now, it did bother me that the Dominators haven't evolved their technology since the 1950s. It didn't look like they needed too much. I mean, that's some damn good tech. Yeah, that's just being cocky. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rest on your heels there, Dominators. <laughs> Uh, and now we don't have to have like any kind of real reason for Supergirl to show up. She could just show up and oh, but she probably so, won't. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that device. Like we don't have to have a big thing happen. You just we'll have the musical later this season. Yeah, that'll be good. But um, it doesn't have to be like a, a big world-ending thing. It'd be nice if we could just have a little popover every now and then. Like I, I love the big, you know, I'm again rooting for four four whole parts next year. But I love the big crossovers. Mm-hmm. But I'm also delighted every time somebody just pops over to another show for a meme, like for a scene. Mm-hmm. That's enough sometimes. And it's nice that it doesn't I have agree. to be a world-ending thing for Supergirl to like hop over and go, hey, I saw this, blah, 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 blah. Or even it, she said it had, uh, Cisco gave her like communications in there too, so she can just pop in and talk to him now. Yeah, which is awesome. I, would, I mean, how much would you love to, like, they're in Star Labs and they get a phone call from Supergirl like, hey, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have to be deep. Just a little bit of banter. Just checking in. Okay, Superman's here. Importantly, I gotta go. Importantly, though, <laughs> like this is this is like on the this could be if they did it correctly on the level of um, what they did with Star Trek Voyager. Um, at a certain point in the show, they got close enough to home that they could contact home, so they could actually talk to people, and we could find out what was happening in the Alpha Quadrant, which was really the most interesting part of the show because. Screw Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> but <laughs> but they could also exchange technology and, and ideas on how to like alter their engines and whatnot. And guess what? Supergirl just just uh, planted the seed for the DEO. Mm-hmm. Like, she suggested the DEO over on Earth-1. <laughs> so DEO is going to be over there as yeah. well. And, you know, who said it had to be Supergirl that uses the... Uh... The device, like I, I would be mm-hmm. way up for Alex or John to be the guy that like pops over and helps Earth One start their DEO. Like, well, guys, these are the tricks we use. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're more way That'd more qualified awesome. to pop over and help train. Mm-hmm. You, you'd get Martian. <laughs> you'd get Martian that way, wouldn't you? Yeah. <sighs> you might. You might. I would be okay with a crossover where it's just an episode of Arrow and it's just Guardian running around with him. Oh, he'd be great too. Let Wynn and Felicity play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can just see him walking into the, the you know, the Arrow computer lab there and, and just looking around going, oh, my God, I just have a van. I've got to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, I have to I have to mention this. Um, actually, I didn't notice it at first. My girlfriend Bethany noticed it. The, uh, the part where they jump in time and Felicity's just yelling out jargon, just yelling out... Um, yeah, gibberish yeah she can't speak yeah one of the things she says in gibberish what she just yells out darmok and jalad at tanagra i i heard exactly that but i have no idea what it means (laughs) that is from an episode of star trek the next generation called darmok where of course it is picard and this picard and an alien captain are stranded on a planet and they have to fight an invisible enemy and they don't speak each other's language um, they don't, the universal translator can only get bits and pieces of this alien's language. So they have to like, through understanding and cooperation, learn to work together to defeat this invisible enemy. And he, uh, the, the alien captain keeps saying, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. It's like this, 
is this story, this parable he's trying to like convey to Picard. So yeah, of course it is. And um, I I even got Bethany a shirt of like a shirt with Captain Picard playing a, a guitar and the captain playing the the alien captain playing that's, a guitar and it says Darmok and Jalad. That's where I knew it. I got I I I've watched some TNG, yeah. but I really did. I mean, I, it's just whatever was on syndication. <laughs> that's where it was. I've you you've shown me that T-shirt you got her. <laughs> Yeah, Picard and Captain yeah. Dathan on the on the yeah. shirt playing guitars. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, great great little callback to Next Generation. Oh, yeah. And uh had to mention that. So uh but I think I'm done. Yeah, the only thing I had left was you like anything? um I mean, fantastic episode just all around. But uh the only line that I even mm-hmm. uh, wrote down that I really loved was like they're talking to the FBI guy. I never did catch his name. Um or even if he's FBI, but I'm just going to call him that. Um I think she called him Smith. Sure, Smith works. Um, Kara. So wow. Smith, uh, it, Barry's talking to him. I just love the way Barry gets up in his face. Like we, we're trying. We were trying to help you. This is how you think us. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see Barry get a little fierce every now and then. That was just one of those little moments. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't have much more. It was just. It was just fucking fantastic. I really loved it. I mean, I I would like another one, please, next year, if you if you don't mind. Please. please. Everybody, like everybody that was there, had good use. It didn't feel like, it really didn't feel like anybody got left behind. Like if you were there, you got at least a few good shots. Um, mm-hmm. Just really enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, it was great. Dominators look good. I don't, I don't know. Doug. I, oh yeah, and Supergirl referred to them as Earth's mightiest history. Oh, Earth's, Earth's mightiest, mightiest heroes. heroes. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the event. That's the adventures tagline. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just slid your dicks right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great speeches, great anyway. story, great. great I time. can't wait. They, in in the in the flash, they were talking about the Hall of Justice. It's not called that yet, but they were talking about it, and they're like, "It's this hall, this." Uh, it's like a hangar. Um, hangar, yeah. And they're like, "You have to do something with that." Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Like, man, by this time next year, I want that Hall of Justice open, operational. <laughs> I want like, I want like Full a teleportation staff, pad. Man. I like, want this thing up and going. Super good. I want like a teleportation area where like Supergirl can pop in. That's like you know attenuated to her little device. Mm-hmm. I want like I want a trophy room. Yeah, I want it all. You want quarters, everybody. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Anyway, that's in our <laughs> fantasy where they just roll all these shows into like one Justice League series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, cancel Legends of Tomorrow. Roll it into like a Justice League show. No, we've we've pitched that before. Like Arrow's only got a couple but more just seasons. Just call it to Hall it. of Justice. Like, you, you let Arrow run out, um, and you let Arrow and Legends run out at the same time. Let Flash finish telling its story, mm-hmm. and then uh, you roll them all into like the Justice League series at the end, where like Arrow retires, kind of, but not really. So he's part of the Justice League, so you only see him sometimes. Right. Oh, it's a good way to keep it all going. These things can't last forever. What you do, you cancel Legends, turn it to a show just called Hall of Justice. Colon, the brave and the bold. <laughs> Every week, while there might be an overarching story, we can have, you know, an alternate universe flash. Because we could turn this into, because they have a little device and they know how to jump worlds mm-hmm. now, they could actually do a thing where, like, it becomes, like, the hub for the multiverse. And through that location, we can we can play with like alternate Olivers, alternate berries. We can play with all sorts of. Crap. You can get as I'm many Tom Cavanaugh's as you want. Fantastic idea! 
I thought of it, so of course I think that. Actually, I'm pretty self-deprecating, but I think that's a fantastic you're standing idea. by this one. I'm standing by it. Um, but that's all. That's all I've got. You got anything nope. else? You done? Nope. nope. Love this shit. Eating it up with a spoon. Uh, com. We got one more of these for the midseason, right? Or next week is the midseason, so. Yeah, next week is the midseason for Flash, Arrow, and Legends, I Correct. believe. So, we're going to be coming back next week with that. We're going to be coming back probably Tuesday, I would imagine, with uh, two news episodes. One for the films, one for the DC uh, DC TV. I can tell you right now, and, the DC um, TV one's going to involve mentioning that um, they got some serious ratings out of this. They did. They did. So, um, DC on screen dot com for all the episodes uh you can find us on itunes stitcher google play go subscribe to get every episode and um we're a part of the giant size team up giant size team up network giant size team up.com for the marvel cinematic universe podcast breaking the panel blazing defender report booze and phasers all those great shows and uh we're a proud member of the batman podcast network as well uh we're on twitter facebook dc on screen one word guys And until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.